John Carter, and you are listening to The 919, the only podcast dedicated to telling the stories of the over 1.5 million people living within the Triangle. So on today's pod, I sit down with Owen Jordan. He is the creative director at Jubala Coffee here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, Much like me, he's very passionate about people, telling their stories and celebrating them, but he does it with photography. So Uh, He has his own photography business, but he also, like I said, works for Jubala Coffee, and he tells a lot of um, coffee shops like to take pictures of their coffee, and um, he's definitely passionate about that, but he's really passionate about the people who drink the coffee. So uh, we get into that and just why he thinks the triangle is a bit underrated, and of course I think that, so we, we hit it off. Uh, he's an old acquaintance, but actually, I want to give a shout out to one of my friends, Daniel, who suggested this would be a great episode. So I know every week I say, if you know someone who's interesting or someone who's making an impact, let me know. Well, um, this is one of those examples. So thank you to Daniel. You can always um, shout out on Twitter or Facebook, but a good way is email me at the919podcast at gmail.com and again, Facebook or Twitter. Um, all right, so again, I'm hanging out with Owen Jordan. Let's get started. Here with Owen Jordan, or just Owen as he goes by. So um, the creative director at Jubala Coffee, freelance photographer, and the advisory board member of Innovate Raleigh. So he wears a lot of hats. And you just gave me a thumbs up. So this thumbs is actually up. the second time we're recording this. I had to we had to right change some things around. But um, Owen, welcome to the nine one nine. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. So actually, we were just talking. We met a while ago, um, but we couldn't really place when or where. But I guess a few years ago, and we've seen each other. We, we have same kind of circle same friends. circles. Yeah. Yeah. So we were. Um, but we were going to uh, NC State at the same time, at least for a year. Wow, about. I guess we were. So that overlapped, and then you, you kept coming back, I yeah, guess, a little bit. that's probably why I recognize you somewhere. Mm. Huh. That's crazy. Yeah, the red hair. The know, red hair. This thing. Flashing hey, across campus. I thought it, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's get into it. How, um, how did you arrive in the Triangle? How did you get here? Oh, man. Uh, so first, I'm originally from Greensboro which is okay. out west 336 which is also your area that's kid. right yeah it's crazy i'm a transplant here too yeah. So, yeah um and so i mean i just remember back in high school me and a friend of mine were in the same class we wanted to play a sport we wanted to play rugby and we were like where are we going to play where are we going to we apply to school and you know nc state had a rugby program and i was just like oh i'm gonna go there and then you know i applied i got deferred i got waitlisted i actually didn't get in first year Okay. And so I went to another school in Greensboro, A&T, and then transferred here to NC State and uh, in Raleigh. And ever since then, like, I fell in love with Raleigh. I was like, wow, this is what I've always wanted yeah. out of a city. You know, just the friendliness of people. I remember the first time someone held a door open for me 
what, like on my first day in Raleigh, and I thought it was the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> and you have to do that weird kind of run, trot to catch yeah, up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Man, but uh, yeah, that's kind of what brought me here was school, rugby, um, but I stayed here for way more reasons than that. Yeah, and we'll get into that. It's bizarre you say rugby. I have a lot of friends that are either on the rugby team at NC State. No way. Or, um, yeah, or there's a rugby team just in, in Raleigh itself. Oh, um, cool. So you're really, even a couple of years ago, I didn't really think rugby was a big deal, but a ton of people are involved. Oh, yeah. Uh, much more. Are you still doing that a little bit? or Not as much now. It really does take a toll on your body. Um, yeah, I'd say it's so. Still- it's like football without bad so yeah exactly but it's funny i've traded that in actually for boxing which is no better okay. but um yeah I, I still love to watch it sometimes i go out to games uh with the raleigh vipers it's a city team um but yeah it's a lot of fun dang that's awesome and i've i've actually a co-worker that's been wanting me to go to a, to, to watch a game nice. too, so I, I need to one of these days um, okay, so what are you about? I saw on your website something about a Guatemala missions trip. Um, oh, so yeah. maybe just talk about what you're into. Why why did you stay in Raleigh? Wow. Whew. Um, you know, I, <laughs> school, but, you know, during school, I felt really called to just helping orphans and orphan ministry. And, you know, through college, um, I started this company called Rescued. I spelled it R-E-S-Q-D. Um, and it was about working with orphans in Bali, Kenya, and Guatemala. I would ask them to draw a picture that made them smile, and then I would print it on things like clothing, notebooks, and I would sell that to fund school supplies in their schools. And so I did that for about four years. Uh, crazy story, I'm actually, uh, I was actually recognized by the Clinton Global Initiative. And I, as in Hillary Rodham Clinton? And uh, as Bill, in Bill, yeah, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton, okay. Yep. And wow. uh, back then, I was actually the first student from NC State in history to go to, I mean, to be uh, deemed as a commitment maker for the organization. Wow. And okay. I got to present my project to the organization at an event. And uh, so I did that. And uh, I realized after college, I needed to make money. <laughs> so okay. I got into photography at this, this random way it happened. I was doing a vision trip for Rescued in Guatemala. So I was there for a week by myself in like the deep ghetto of Guatemala City. And, um, you know, there's like tons of gangs there connected to the drug route. And I was just there taking pictures of the people and the kids. And, you know, I came back and people were like, we love your photos. Will you, will you do photos for us? And I was like, oh, I'm not a photographer. And then they were like, oh, we'll pay you. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be a photographer. I'm, I'm definitely a photographer. Like yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that's kind of how that happened. It happened on accident, you know. Um, Through, so starting with the mission trip. Yeah, starting with the mission trip and then couldn't find any photographers to go with me because it was my trip. Um, and I had a camera from the grant I got from the Clinton Global Initiative and started taking photos and people loved them. Wow. So... Did you end up doing anything with those photos? or? Yeah, you know, I, I, I used them to, um, well, I, actually, I'm thinking of the drawings. The drawings I used to fund uh, school supplies and the schools down there. The pictures, uh, not really yet. I mean, they're just kind of those personal pictures to me. And I honestly right. think, I think they're the best pictures I've ever taken because I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> but just the stories and the reaction of the kids who had their picture taken got um, to see themselves on the yeah I got on the, the screen yeah that was huge for them and it was huge for me too that's awesome so obviously um, 
you do a lot of photography and your website looks awesome. So Thanks, man. A quick plug for you. It's owensjordan.com. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what got you into making a website, um, you know, I guess putting all your stuff on there in one place, mm-hmm. just a repository and also to, I guess, sell your services, right? Yeah. You know, I, it was kind of, I, I guess it was kind of nice to see all my photos in one place and kind of compare them to, oh, here's how my photos were a year ago and here's how they are now. And uh, also, yeah, again, just to get the word out and to show people photos like so my clients would want to see example photos so I could just send them a link, you know. Right. Um, and I did all that on Squarespace, too, for people that like to know, like, how I did my website. And um, I just made it content driven. Yeah. I saw you had a lot of um, portraits. You do event stuff, lifestyle mm-hmm. shoots, product shoots. So you kind of dabble in everything is that is that a lot of local stuff or yeah actually it's a lot of local stuff there is a little bit more corporate stuff like with be good i've done photos for them uh out in charlotte and out in boston um i think that's probably the only it's probably one of the bigger clients that i've worked with that have kind of sent me out to places um and honestly my favorite photos to take are portraits and events for sure um I, I guess it just goes back to being with those kids again, like seeing the look on their face when they see the photo of themselves. And, you know, it's just a great joy. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk more about photography, um, but let's talk Jubala Coffee. So, oh, man. What is it? Why should I go there? Oh. No, I'm not asking for me. I, I yeah. know about Jubala. I love Jubala. But why, awesome. should, why should the listener be going to Jubala Coffee? Man. You know, I... There's just so many emotions and thoughts about it. <laughs> I'd say that, you know, at Jubala, our number one goal is to deliver a coffee experience that's worth celebrating. And so that's really the brand. That's the that's the standards for the brand. is like, let's create something and deliver something that's worth celebrating. What is it that makes people happy? You know, and provide a community of people who can enjoy coffee together, enjoy good food, you know, enjoy one another's company. And not feeling any rush to leave. So that's kind of why I'd say like, yeah, definitely go. And also our coffee is, I've heard, I've heard that it's, it's really good coffee. We're on the street. <laughs> We're on the street is our coffee is really good. You know, we, we take a lot of care and just are super meticulous about how we make the coffee. And, um, cause again, it's not only that we want to steward, you know, the customer's experience. We want to steward the, fa- I mean, the farmers, you know, the f- coffee farmers, their craft and what they've done. So we want to deliver that in the best way possible. Right. I, I saw that a lot of the coffee is sourced internationally, right? Yeah. It's so cool. So, we, yeah. So where from? There's some farms. Yeah. Um, we do it through counterculture. That's the main roast we work with. So Colombia, Ethiopia, which is like probably one of the main places for to get coffee beans. Sure. Um, Kenya, Papua New Guinea, um, out even in Peru and South America, all over the place, and that's what's really cool. If we can bring those different tasting notes, you know, to pe- new people's palates, you know. Yeah, I, I really didn't start drinking coffee until about two years ago, and then it was like you could get me McDonald's coffee and I'd be fine. Yeah, man. But um, <laughs> and you know, craft beer is something I enjoy, but oh, and yeah. there's a there's a ton that goes into that. And I never really considered until recently, like, oh, there's actually a ton of stuff that goes into coffee making, too. And people are super passionate about... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I have quite a few friends that are... They, they get really passionate about how they make their coffee. Really? Yeah. So... That's cool. I think that that's kind of in line with Jubala. It's it's definitely a craft. 
Yeah, it is for sure. And same thing with beer. Like I, I love craft beers. Where we could talk all night about that, but yeah. we'll say that for another time. Okay. Yeah. Um, awesome. So you are the creative creative director. Yep. Yep. Which is first of all an awesome title. Thanks, like, man. Yeah. When I saw it, I was like, yes, yes I want that. <laughs> um, so you are the creative director, and you've been working for Jubala for how long now? Wow, it's been about only three months. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I'm fresh in there, but it's so funny because the joke is is that I've always wanted to be the creative director for Jabala for the past like two years, but the position didn't actually exist. So what I would do is just take photos while I was as a customer at the coffee shop and constantly post them and okay. tag them in it. So that's kind of how it, part of why how it came around. And then Owen, or not Owen, and then Andrew, the owner, just kept seeing that. He was like, all right. <laughs> you know, I, I I think he did see it. I would never hear anything from it. And I even like made a, pro, a proposal, like here's my proposal <laughs> to be your main Slide photographer. The across the table. Yeah, but you know what else? Some, one, some, well, excuse me, one thing I love about Andrew is that he's super focused on what's important and you know delivering a great experience for people and even his staff and his team and so you know once the position opened and he saw that we need this now like it was super easy yeah you know so what's your day look like you know what do you do when you're not uh, doing your photography um you know for your own uh, business what are you doing as a creative director yeah, so I'm usually going back and forth from each coffee shop, which is awesome because it's what I already did. Okay. <laughs> Even before I worked there, I just most of my day would be in the car driving. You, you just coffee. get paid to do it now. I just <laughs> get paid to do it now. Yeah, exactly. That's the joke. Yeah, I get paid to do it now, and you know, I I do a lot of I do a lot of time, you know, getting to know our staff and making sure like they feel valued and learning about them and taking photos of them, writing stories about them, and writing stories about our customers, and taking photos of them. So I'm still taking a lot of photos and writing, which is awesome because I love to do that. Um, but also just working with the rest of the corporate team, like how can we, you know, push Jubal forward? You know, how can we grow? What's the vision? You know, what are things that we need to get in place? Like what systems can be organized better? So mm-hmm. yes, I do way more than just social media. Sure. <laughs> no, sure. somebody, people, some people might think that, but, um, it's really, it really is more hands-on and, you know, I guess to put it all in just one sentence, my job is to tell our story, yeah. you know, what's the best way we can tell our story. And that's beyond the coffee. It's beyond the pictures. It goes all the way down to, you know, what does the customer think about our company when they walk in, when they walk out of the door, you know? So, That's awesome. So, um, along with that, uh, you're, I mean, you're just kind of describing, it's almost like you have a marketing role. Uh, yeah. I mean, you could, maybe you could call it that. I, I again, I like the creative director. Yeah. Uh, that sounds better, cooler. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it sounds like you do a lot of marketing with that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Absolutely. Is the team is the team pretty big, or I guess it would be smaller uh, for Chubala? Yeah. Right now, it's mainly just four people. Okay. You know, me, Andrew, and uh, two other people who kind of worked at Jubala a pretty long time. Um, and then we have our staff on the floor. Uh, I think there's about thirty five or thirty six people that we have who are just passionate about what they do. You know, making coffee and learning about it. And I think it's so cool because, you know, they're always asking questions, always reading, taking classes on their own. And again, I think that's what the main thing that goes into creating an awesome experience, you know? Yeah. Wasn't there some, I was, I was browsing earlier, uh, on the, your Instagram page mm-hmm. and then Jubala's Instagram page, but 
Wait, well, do you run both actually? Uh, the Instagram page and what was the other one? Oh, like your personal one. Oh, Obviously yeah. Obviously, you run your personal. Oh, one, yeah, but yeah, yeah. You run the Jubala Coffee. Yeah, that's it, that's, that's me. At, <laughs> at Jubala Coffee. That's another. Point. At Jubala Coffee, it's funny. I, we had a trip to New Orleans for uh, a barista competition. And, yes, that's uh, what I was about to yeah, ask. Yeah, and so. I finally put my face in the in the Jubala story so people would know who I was. But for <laughs> the longest time, people were thinking, "Who's who's running the social media?" Yeah, you know. So yeah. So tell me about the competition. So you had a, a barista that was just super. I mean, they're all super passionate, but um, he specifically just was really good at his craft, and he yeah got to go to a competition. Absolutely, so. yeah. So how, how does that work? Like, how does a coffee competition work? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I won't lie to you. I'm still trying to figure that out myself. <laughs> you know, I'm supposed to get trained on every position. And uh, so far, I've been trained on making sandwiches and making pour-overs and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'm working on learning how to run the espresso bar. Uh, but, yeah, it's usually how the competition goes is, you know, they're judged on, you know, the procedures of, you know, clean like, setting up the machine, getting it ready for espresso and, you know, pulling shots, which is meaning like the, the beans are, they're ground and then right. they're tampered, they're pressed down into uh, the module and then, you know, they press some cool buttons again. I, I'm not that educated <laughs> yeah. on the equipment. They press some cool buttons and then, ooh, espresso comes out. Well, you when know. I go in there, it looks impressive. So. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. And they got the steam. I'm like, oh yeah, make the steam fly out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, we were down there for that and I got to meet a lot of cool people in the coffee industry because there are people from all over the nation who were there and I came back just again, really valuing what it is that we do even more. Right. Um, cause there's a lot of people that really care about what they do and then the farmers and creating that experience. Yeah. That's awesome. And, um, so I mentioned the Instagram page. Why should people be, go on their phones right now and follow it? Oh man! Cause of course, they need to keep listening to the podcast. But then, you know, <laughs> when they're done with that, they should go to Instagram. yeah. When they're done with that, make sure you go to Ju- at Ju- oh, I gotta go into the mic at Jubala Coffee. <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, the part's gonna be super loud. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, you're good, you're good. Um, yeah. So my my role is really in that is just putting out stories about people. It was my goal to do make it really different, rather than just posting pictures of latte art and whatnot. Sure. Focus on the people who are enjoying the great lattes. You know, what are those stories? What are the stories of the people that work behind the counter? You know, what are the behind the scenes shots of us? Like when we make our, we actually just made a new compote, which is like a jam to go on our biscuits. It's made out of raspberries and lime. And it's- Is Jubala still open at the- <laughs> Is it still open right <laughs> now? Uh, yeah, we clo- uh, the, the uh, Hillsborough Street one closes at nine and- okay. so we got a little bit of time. Right. So we got a little bit of time, you know, okay. after the game. Um, so this uh, this jam you're talking about? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a call it a compote. It's raspberry and lime, and so you, I took some photos and videos of that of how they make it, you know. And so that's kind of another thing. Is my main goal is for us to be transparent about who we are, what are we doing, you know, and why do we do it? Yeah, I've seen a ton of posts uh, when I have looked just about people that come through the coffee shop. So, um, yeah, how that I think you already kind of said this, but how did that idea come about? You just wanted to capture people enjoying it not yeah. necessarily the coffee itself a little bit of that too but yeah well you know it's funny before i got this job last year you know doing freelance photography um i've always wanted to be better at capturing photos and i read an, a, a blog post by a retired national geographic photographer who said that a lot of photographers don't know how to write and so what okay. he suggested is that 
you know, go out and interview people. And so last year, that's all I did was I spent probably 10 hours a week sitting down with random people, interviewing them about their lives. And this is for my personal Instagram page before I got the job at Jubala. And I just got really passionate about that. People enjoyed it. And I decided to carry that over to the Jubala brand as well as just interview people. You know, I actually have an interview tomorrow with someone um, and hear about her life and what she cares about. And also, what was her first experience with coffee? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how that came about. Mine was out of desperation in class. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, dude. Seriously, that's what it was for me, too, when I was in college. I thought, I remember back in high school, I thought caramel macchiatos was coffee. But yeah. when I got to college and it was exam time, whew, yeah, man. What do they have here at NC State? They have... Um, the red eye, no, it's um, Port City Java. Oh, you're talking about the drink. It's the it's a type of drink. It's just like super caffeinated, but it's, it's probably the red eye. Okay, perfect for students. So. Yeah, perfect. It's like a cup of coffee with a shot of espresso in that cup of coffee. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> um. Awesome. So, anyone famous that's come through, or maybe notable? Oh yeah. man. Um. Since I've been there, no. At that least, you know of. That, that I know of, but I know in the past. I can never say the singer's last name, but Ray Lamontagna. Lamontagna. Sounds famous. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure someone's listening like, ah, oh, John. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ray Lamontagna, or Lamontagna. I can never say it, but I love his music. Okay. Which is why I should probably know his last name. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, okay, really cool. Uh, I guess, you know, the there's two locations for people who don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. J, they call it J1. That's the North Raleigh. What road is that off of? Uh, it's off of Honeycutt Road. Off of Honeycutt Road. And it's in a kind of a shopping area called Lafayette Village. Okay. And should be Latte yet. <laughs> oh, Latte. <laughs> uh, so, so that was really lame. So J2, J2 or Jubala 2 is at the Hillsborough Street location yep. across from NC State. Okay, so right across from the Bell Tower. Right. Great location. Um, so I imagine... Uh, or actually, maybe you can tell me, but the people are coming through. Does is it very different or kind of similar? You know, I expect oh, a man. lot. Of, for yeah. example, I expect a lot of like business people from downtown mm-hmm. to come enjoy some coffee, um, the Hillsborough Street location. But the um, more North Raleigh might be a little bit different crowd. Oh What's yeah, what's that like? Totally different crowds. Well, actually, you know, no, yeah, pretty pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty different crowds. Yeah. Uh, North Raleigh Jubala definitely it's we call it kind of like the destination shop where people who have never really had like a vanilla latte or you know a Jubala biscuit bacon egg cheese biscuit and they've mm. heard about it, they usually go to that Jubala so it's kind of like the the more I guess the more original one it was the first shop that ever opened about seven or eight years ago okay so we get a lot of families who live in Wake Forest or North Raleigh who go there um, Southeastern Seminary students. Um, oh, sure. I didn't even think yep. about that. Yeah. Southeastern Seminary students. And that's actually something that the North Raleigh Jubal has in common with Hillsborough Street is that you got a lot of NC State students who come there. Um, families who live in the downtown area. But yeah, a lot of business professionals who come through there. Um, and a lot of uh, young pros. So like you and me. Yo pros. Yeah. Yo pros. <laughs> so they can, um, yeah, I mean. Personally, I've done it, but I, I've seen tons of people come in with their laptop, and but they mm-hmm. can grab you know really cool drink and also uh, a meal while they're there. Yeah, so, 
And a sweet biscuit. So and a sweet, oh, those biscuits are <laughs> yeah. so good. Sweet biscuit with um, when they have it, apple butter. Um, yeah, yeah, that's my that's my go to. So, nice. <clears throat> so I warned you. I was going to ask you this, but um, oh man. So I asked this of anyone that's on the pod, but and you already kind of answered it. But how are you transforming the nine one nine? Ooh, that's a good question. Hmm. You know. I think it's by making connections because that was the main reason why I did those interviews in the first place last year and why I continue to do them at Jabala is that I think we live in such an amazing city and have amazing communities here. And when I first moved here, um, being a part of the entrepreneurship world downtown, that was like our main job. And what I do at Innovate Raleigh now is connecting people, you know, because we have a lot of passionate and talented people in the 919 in Raleigh and um, I would say con- connecting them and celebrating them so making those posts about them and telling people oh have you met my friend such and such you're super cool and you're super cool too y'all should hang out <laughs> yeah. you know um, so that's kind of that's my main goal is like connection and celebration that's awesome I like that okay a couple rapid fire questions for you boom okay favorite drink of Jubala ooh oh oh <laughs> The Hama, the Hama pour over was so good. It's actually leaving right now. Say like um, Hama, Kalka. The Hama has like a raspberry flavor to it. Kalka, strong pecan notes. Oh, so good. Okay. Okay. Favorite pastry, snack, or maybe sandwich at Jubala? This, these are hard. Favorite, how about this? Favorite pastry? So, ooh, uh, the, the tea cake. Martha is awesome. She's our awesome baker. She makes these awesome tea cakes. Go. Tea cake. Favorite sandwich? Favorite sandwich? Bacon, egg, and cheese. Every time. Sounds so good. Um, favorite, let's see, favorite drink or pastry combo? <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, the almond latte with bacon, egg, and cheese, but sub the cheddar cheese for pimento cheese. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. A little southern flair. There. Over easy egg. Favorite restaurant in the triangle, of course, besides Jubala. <laughs> <laughs> besides Jubala. Ooh, the station. The station. $5 yeah. burgers on Monday. Yeah. I, I like that deal. That sounds great. <laughs> Uh, favorite thing to do in the triangle? Favorite thing to do? Um, you know, I love going out to Lasseter Mill Falls all the time. It's towards North Hills, nice little waterfall, and I just go there to chill out. Awesome. Best location to take photos? Oh, I can't give away those. Oh, take- uh, okay. okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, J2 has great window light coming in there, so it's a yeah. great place to do Okay, that. J2. And most underrated thing about the triangle? From your perspective. From my perspective. Ooh. How about a underrated thing about the triangle? A underrated thing. And things. underrated. I have to use my correct grammar. The people. The people. Un- Ooh, super, good answer. Super <laughs> underrated. Oh my gosh. Good answer. Yeah, you have a ton of... Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a ton of people. School. A ton of people, um, of course, grew, grew up here, but then a ton of people that have um, transplanted and then made their homes here. So mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of, like you said earlier, a lot of stories to tell. So... All right, anything you want to plug before we um, start to oh, sign off? plugs. All right, let's yeah. do this. All right, 30 seconds. All right, it's almost Valentine's Day, so that means you need to go to Jubala and get our famous vanilla latte and also our famous sweet biscuits. Take okay. your boo, your sweet bad boo, <laughs> <laughs> your baby cakes, and take them out of Jubala for Valentine's Day. Okay. And then also Onish Jordan Photography. I love doing headshots. They're my favorite. I love covering events. Uh, hit me up, Owen Scott Jordan on Instagram or www.onsjordan.com and we'll get it set up. Very good. Owen, thanks for being on the 919. Dude, thanks for having me.
That was Owen Jordan telling us about Jubala Coffee. You can actually find Owen and his work on his website at owensjordan.com. Now, if you like the pod, let me know by leaving a five-star rating and connecting with the show via Twitter and Facebook at The919Podcast. Thanks for listening.